Hello, hello, my friends. It's Jesse, your beauty mentor, and this is episode 10, The Illusion of Being Broke. So we're still on the money series. Super powerful series. I feel everybody needs this series. Please listen along, and please, for the love of God, if you love yourself, do the assignment at the end of this chapter. It is so powerful. This chapter went deep. I know I say that every single chapter, but man, this chapter, those who are watching live in the chat were like, oh my God, oh my God, wow, I'm getting this book ASAP. Like honestly, this chapter, this chapter can really be your breakthrough. So listen closely, do the assignment at the end. If at any point you get something from it, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me at I am Yassi Marie. It's linked in the show notes and let's get straight to it. Listen with your heart wide open. Chapter four. The illusion of being baroque. Right now you might be saying, so cut the shit cease. How do I actually get to this place of true security and safety so I can actually start making money? Well, first off, realize that your mind is asking that question and also realize that your mind is strangely violent right now for no reason. So calm down for a second. Remember, it's only your mind that believes you're not already in a state of true security and safety. As I explained in the last chapter, The feeling of true security is not a destination that you can get to. It's something that's already inside of you. If you guys have not seen my last IGTV, the one right before this one, it's the chapter before this one. What was that one called? The Illusion of Security. Oof, that one is so good. He talks all about that. So, if you haven't already understood this point, the feeling of true security is not a destination that you can get to. It's something that's already inside of you. I know that the sentence true security is inside of you might sound kind of cliche, like something the dad from the Brady Bunch would say, but we're going to actually find proof of it. If you stand under a light and close your eyes, that doesn't mean that the light is not there. You might not be able to see it, but the light is still shining on you. Even if you can't feel a sense of security inside of yourself right now, that doesn't mean that it's not there. You can trick yourself into believing that the light doesn't exist, but it will never go away. True security is constant. Your beliefs are just blocking it. I just heard a podcast from Bob Heilig about how to change your beliefs because it's actually hard. And he gave an analogy of when some when you say your beliefs, you, it sounds so set in stone and like that's the way that I am. That's the way that I was born. That's how I've been for so long. How can I change it? Instead of saying like change your belief, it's simple. Just tell yourself, change that story because your belief is nothing but a story you tell yourself about something. So if you believe that your security is not there it's a story that you're telling yourself of why it's not there so if you flip that and um flip the story make it a story that actually serves you or at the end of the day whatever you're thinking ask does this serve me yes or no if it's no flip the story and just by you flipping the story that you're unconsciously telling yourself bring it to the light that automatically is going to help you change your beliefs obviously over time and it's still going to keep happening but instead of saying i need to change the way i believe just tell yourself i need to change the way that i think and the stories that i tell myself so there's no quick fix that i can give as a shortcut to experience actual security and freedom i'm not saying that it's going to take a long time but i am saying that you can't trick the universe you can't just put a post-it note all over your house and say i am safe and secure and then brainwash yourself into the experience of true lasting internal security that might be a good start but if you don't go deeper it's the same as trying to trick your mind into thinking you're secure by having millions of dollars trying to mentally convince yourself that you're safe with affirmations is simply creating another temporary illusion that's only feeding into the addictive cycle of being controlled by your mental fears you are already safe you are already secure you just not might be aware of it i'm a big fan 
of affirmations. I do it every single morning, but it's true. If you don't change you and where you're coming from and where that's coming from, it's not going to work. The reason there's no quick fix that will put out the illusion of security into a space of actual security is because it's not something that you do. It's something that naturally shows up when you stop addictively reaching for things outside of yourself to feel safe. When you stop trying to numb or fix the scared, painful emotions that are living inside of you, you discover that there's nothing to run from. Those fears and difficult emotions are actually the gateway to true freedom and security. They're the gateway to real creativity. They're the gateway to you. When you're fully meeting your fearful emotions where they are, what you're experiencing in that momentary pain is your illusion dissolving. So those illusions of that those emotions and feelings aren't good, you have to face them and sit with them so they can actually go away and you make space for them. You're feeling a layer of mental stagnancy burning up in the presence of your awareness. You're in the process of moving from what you used to be into what you are about to become. Who you're going through labor, birthing an entire new you. I love this analogy. Can you imagine if a mother giving birth decided that it was too difficult and want to go watch Netflix instead? That's what we're going to do when we deny what we're feeling and trying to fix it with something external. We're stifling our growth and choosing to allow the pain of our past to determine our future. One example of this could be addictively overeating. Oof, I kind of went through this, but not like... I don't say addictively overeating, but like binge eating and stressful eating and things like that. If whenever emotional pain or insecurity comes up, someone were to reach for food instead of feeling their pain fully and allowing it to dissolve, they begin to gain weight and become unhealthy. Gaining weight and becoming unhealthy causes them emotional pain and insecurity in many different ways, which might cause them to addictively reach for more food to cover up that pain again. And each time as they stacked on more pain and more insecurity, it becomes more difficult for them to face their emotions. So you're stuck in this addictive cycle where the unresolved pain of your past is in complete control of your future, preventing you from growing into the next highest version of yourself. There's so many things we have that just need to be seen. Think about all the ways that you bury your feelings and chase some other type of experience as a distraction. It's time to let ourselves experience what is really coming up. Getting out of this type of addictive cycle and finding actual security is as simple as sitting and paying attention to what's going on inside of you. When pain or fear shows up, followed by an impulse to do something addictive or distractive, notice that that impulse and choose to be with the fear or the pain instead. If you're someone who finds it hard to sit quietly with yourself, that may be a sign that you feel uncomfortable or secure on some level and have gotten used to ignoring it. By being with yourself fully and becoming a space of acceptance for all your repressed emotions, regrets, fears, and guilt, you prove to yourself that you're bigger than all of that. You stop being owned by it. You stop needing to chase money or achievement or fame or status in order to overcome your internal sense of insecurity. You become secure in your surrender to your insecurity. Oh man, that's good. You become secure in your surrender to your insecurity. It's this practice of constant acceptance and emotional release that allows us to change channels and move into a new vibrational dimension. In this dimension, higher ideas and collaborative creativity allow us to bring more value into the world and create real abundance. This dimension is a real thing. There's a completely different dimension of you that's free of stagnant, unworthy stories and limitations. There's a level that your mind might hear this at, but it's not until you leap, let go of heavy things, release results, and accept all of yourself that it starts to become the real you. It wasn't until I actually went through this shift that I began to understand how real this higher dimension is. 
there's literally an experience of seeing a completely different world where each moment has so many more possibilities than it does problems, where inspired ideas are happening constantly, where abundance is a natural way of being. Que rico. Money is a part of that abundance, but so is passion, fulfillment, connection, and contribution. When we're able to accept and transcend our fears with acceptance and love instead of obsessing over them, we connect to a higher dimension that allows us to access both internal security and external abundance at the same time. Those should be like the key words of life. Internal security and external abundance. As I mentioned, when money is your only source of security, you're not able to access all the assets that are available to you because your mind is constantly trying to save your life and believing that going broke means death immediately we create strategic short-term mental solutions when money's tight instead of allowing ourselves to expand past the fear of going broke and opening to higher level solutions even when we have plenty of money there's often a subconscious fear of going broke that's preventing us from actually feeling safe we can't go beyond our attachment to money if we think that we're gonna die if we don't have money i actually believe that the more you are okay with being broke the more you become a space for this real feeling of security and abundance to show up. That might sound crazy to some people, but a fear of going broke is often what is blocking you from the risk of bringing the full creative expression of yourself into the world. Remember, the idea of going broke is just that, an idea, a thought, a mental concept. If you're not okay with the idea of going broke, then you're at war with something inside your body that you have created. When you can fully accept the possibility of going broke, money stops owning you and you can start to make decisions based on your inspired ideas and callings instead of your fear. This is so beautiful. I don't know about you guys, but I am totally feeling this chapter. For example, if someone is completely horrified of going broke, that person might be afraid to take chances in their career or invest in their business and end up missing the exponential growth that could have come from moving beyond their fear. Harry Potter fans, listen up. J.K. Rowling was extremely poor when she wrote the Harry Potter series. Had she honored a fear of being broke, we might not have Harry Potter. Instead, we might have Barry Notter, a less inspiring and more pessimistic character she came up with while working a day job that she hated. I recently had a client who was really struggling with money and he was extremely depressed because of it. I worked with him on releasing his pain around money and then I saw him again three months later. He actually had less money but felt really happy and really free. Now, I realize this might seem like a terrible endorsement for me on how well I can help people become more abundant, but the first step toward actual abundance was for him to be able to understand that the main cause of his pain was actually a fear of not having money, not the reality of not having money. If I had just helped him create a bunch of money, it would have numbed his pain enough to gloss over an important lesson that he was about to learn. Once he actually experienced the reality of what he was afraid of, he realized that he was still alive and there was still so much more to be grateful for and he was forced to cultivate his internal source of abundance in the absence of external abundance. He now has a black canvas and a foundation to create things out of inspiration instead of fear. I would much rather be in the position he is now than have millions of dollars and not understand that I would also be okay if I were broke. If you could understand and experience that you could be completely okay if you went broke, then you might create a relationship with money that isn't life and death, creating a, a feeling of true security and free yourself up to create on a higher level. So I have an exercise for you that will play the idea of being okay with going broke and discovering actual internal security. Imagine losing everything. Create the experience in your mind of literally, literally having everything that you own taken away from you. 
I know that might seem depressing or scary, but like I said, going directly into our deepest fears is actually the gateway to freedom. So really think about what it would be like if you lost everything you have. Your job, your savings, your car, your home, every single penny. What would that feel like? Mentally and emotionally, put yourself in that situation for a moment and feel it in your body. What it would be like to have absolutely nothing and be completely homeless with no one to help you. Once you're really feeling what that would be like, write down or name in your head all the emotions that you're experiencing. Do you feel intense fear, panic, total vulnerability, sadness, hopelessness, anger, powerlessness? Now, no matter what you're feeling, ask yourself this. What do you think it would take for you to still feel completely safe in the middle of all those emotions with no external safety? How big of a space of acceptance would you have to become to love all the fear that might be coming up and not going into total terror? Imagine having nothing, but somehow being able to sit on a park bench and still be able to experience the beauty of nature all around you. Imagine being totally vulnerable externally, but also feeling fully present and appreciative just to be alive. How powerful would you have to become to endure all of your psychological attachment to external things being ripped out of you? To still somehow find appreciation and joy and love and compassion in that situation, who would you have to become? Huge disclaimer. I'm not telling you to actually do that. I'm not saying you should quit your job and be homeless and live on the streets. It's an exercise. Don't do this in real life. I've been so into this that I haven't looked at the phone, but this chapter is amazing. If you're able to have nothing, yet somehow still experience a feeling of peace and internal security, you would probably become the most powerful person on the planet. I have chills. You would have found what every single person is looking for. Remember, millionaires often go to Buddhist monks to find happiness, and the opposite rarely happens. Meaning, <laughs> Buddhists don't go to millionaires. It's the millionaires that go to the Buddhists. So now a smaller disclaimer. I'm also not saying you need to be a Buddhist monk. This is just to make a point. If you're able to have nothing yet still feel safe, how would you, feel how would you have freed yourself from the limiting mental attachment that blocks you from entering true alignment with the flow of abundance? In that place of freedom and connection, I fully believe that you would be able to create on a level that you have never experienced before. You would move into a vibration of freedom and collaboration where you would be receiving ideas of how you could share the insight that you found help other people, or contribute in any kind of way. Figuring out the basics of survival would be obvious to you, and you step into true inspiration and service and would be a massive space to receive. Not only are you giving, but you're receiving. You'd probably be very quick to begin to create an external abundance that would match the internal feelings of freedom and the abundance that you're experiencing. It could be really easy to hear this and think that what I'm saying is, to find this place of acceptance and freedom, you need to sabotage all your current situations and make everything fall apart so you can transcend your attachment to money. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm emphasizing this because I once had a client who decided he was going to go to Vegas and put all his savings on the savings on red at a roulette table so that he could release his, he could release his attachment to money. I'm not suggesting that at all. If you're going to do that, always bet on black. Seriously, though, I'm not saying to aim for the worst situation possible so you can overcome it. However, what would happen if you had a calling in your life that was exciting and expansive and you leaped towards something that risked everything in order to move beyond where you have always been? That's the type of freedom that comes from being okay with going broke. 
the freedom to go beyond your fear and towards something greater. So does being safe in the face of losing everything seem possible to you? If it does seem possible, and maybe even a little bit exciting, that means there is a crack in the shell of your mental addiction to external circumstances that you're starting to see how security doesn't depend on a situation being a certain way. If it doesn't seem possible to you, then notice the voices that are coming up with reasons why it wouldn't be possible. Those are the voices that are working their asses off trying to hold the shell together. We'll deal with them later. Remember what he says too. If you're trying so hard to keep something together, maybe it's not supposed to be together in the first place. I can't remember if that's earlier in the book or later in the book, but that's a big principle that he talks about. Like, if you have to try so hard to keep shit together, it shouldn't be together. So the assignment with this chapter, before I get to this, I'm going to read the comments because everybody, I think, is like going nuts with this chapter. This chapter is awesome. If I was reading this myself, I'd be bawling. This book is going to hit me hard and I know it. Yeah, I actually used to read this every night before going to sleep. And I don't know, you know when you lay down to go to bed and you're like thinking and all this it, it hits you hard because it really they preached about that this sunday actually the church that i watch was talking about surrendering this sunday and i like how he he says right here you become secure in your surrender to your insecurity like that's it's true the only way to truly be secure it's not external it's completely internal and you have to surrender because at a certain point you're not fully in control gonna buy this book asap yep you guys this book is amazing all right so let me um give you guys the assignment for this chapter the action is silence is security sit and listen for an hour to the silence that is beyond the mental desire for money or the fear of going broke this is where your actual security is and how he said a lot of people don't like sitting in silence and let me find that piece again i remember exactly where it is um the assignment is to sit in silence for an hour. So he says, if you're someone who finds it hard to sit quietly with yourself, that might be a sign that you feel uncomfortable or insecure on some level and you've gotten used to ignoring it. So, no excuses. Sit in silence for an hour. Do it before you go to sleep. <laughs> Just don't fall asleep. Yeah, you guys, this book is amazing. I'm glad you guys are getting value from it. And yeah, tomorrow I'll be back with chapter five. I promise this book just gets better and better. <laughs> so keep tuning in. I'm coming every morning live and reading with you guys. So yeah, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening and God bless you.